Joe got the axe this morning. Yep, yep, yep. No, We're back on the workers' beat. You can call us at 972-647-1893. I, I know you, if you are on social media, you see people bad-mouthing President Biden all the time. But when he brags that he is the best president that labor ever had, he's very close to telling the truth. He ain't lying. There's a lot of stuff that has happened under Biden, and some of it's small, like this one. The Federal Trade Commission under President Biden has proposed a rule that would prevent companies from obligating their workers to not work for rivals. Now, Ed Sills from the Texas AFL-CIO wrote, this is yes. huge. It is Think huge. About it. Think about it. What they've been doing is they've been making, it's especially in tech. Non-compete. They, they have to find a non-competitive, they have to sign a non-competitive contract saying that if they ever leave this company, they won't go to work for any of their competitors. Right. And, and that usually has a certain length of time uh, that you have to be gone from one to the other. It has been very, very difficult in the state of Texas to enforce those. Yeah. Which, amazingly enough, I can't believe the state of Texas has actually uh, followed the law. You cannot keep someone from making a living. So the reason that this makes such a big difference is so, so many of those tech guys don't have a union. So their only way of moving up in the world is to take another job from somebody that outbids the jobs they've got. Yeah. And if they've signed one of these non-competitive uh, agreements, then they can't do that. Yeah, so they're stuck be. at whatever salary they accepted at the first time, and they'll never move again. So uh, so now the Federal Trade Commission is going to try to change that. And that all comes from the Biden administration. Yep. It's a very good thing. And, last, and our friends. Last week we announced that the Biden administration was fixing it so that if, uh, if, uh, if people had to go on strike, that the company might end up having to pay them for all of their costs the costs of going on strike because uh, I'm telling you it's a very serious yes it is it's just crippling for those of us and all practically all of us live just week to week paycheck to paycheck or social security payment to social security payment and uh, when you when you miss one of those tragedy hits pretty hard yeah so they're trying to fix it so that if the company forced you out on strike, if in other words, if they were on fault at fault, then they might have to reimburse you for for the pain and suffering that you caused your that they caused your family. So that was another really really good thing, and this is stuff that's coming from the Biden administration. This hasn't been this good for labor no. since Franklin D. Roosevelt. And, and Marty, we got to give Marty Walsh, the Secretary of Labor, a lot of credit mm-hmm. for pushing uh, the Biden administration into doing the right things that should have been done a long time ago. Uh, Marty Walsh is, is just... What a great Secretary of Labor. He's one of the few I've ever heard of that actually was a union member. That's right, and still is, still mm-hmm. is. Uh, you know, he's uh, he was the mayor of Boston. Uh, uh, he's he's a great guy, and he is really 100% behind labor uh, and is making changes. The National mm-hmm. Labor Relations Board, oh, we, we got to get some funding in there for them. Uh, to make sure that they can continue to do the right things. Uh, you know, now that we finally have a Speaker of the House and everybody's got sworn in, I guess, about 2 o'clock this morning, uh, oh, my God, what a freaking crap 
show. Wow. They, they didn't fix it either, Bonnie. No, they didn't. Actually, it looks like they probably made it worse. I think they did because <laughs> because they institutionalized the chaos. Yep, yep. So. They, didn't, they gave in to the chaos and they uh, institutionalized it so that uh, the House of Representatives is, is going to continue to be dysfunctional. Uh, <laughs> a very, well, a very, very bad place for working people. Yeah. We know that for sure. One of the things that they particularly wanted to do was to be able to shut the government down. Yeah. And that's coming up. I don't know exactly when, but it's in, within the June, next few months. I think it's June. I think they kick, the can, they kick the can down the road till June, I believe. So when they have to raise the debt ceiling, uh, which they always do, sooner or later, the Republicans in the House are going to be free to try to shut the government down unless they can get what they want. In other words, they're holding the government for ransom, which is what they've been doing through this whole argument for the Speaker of House is a a small minority of the most reactionary Republicans. Freedom caucus. So-called Freedom Caucus. <laughs> freedom uh, for what? I don't know. Has been hold, has hold, been holding the government hostage, Man. and they 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 won. Yeah, they won. They, they won. got what they wanted. Donald Trump interceded well late last night and called the, some of the hardline members of the Freedom Caucus, including that rapey McForehead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Matt Gates. In case you don't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and asked him if he would please, please, just vote present, because you know that that way they could get finally get the votes to get McCarthy in there. Well, they finally <sighs> they finally did it, but they did it by institutionalizing the chaos and giving into it, yep. rather than by standing up against it and and making things functionable. So call us if you, if you have an opinion nine seven two six four seven. One eight nine three. They did extend the trade adjustment program from September 2022 until September 2023. Now, trade adjustment program is the one that people get when they have a big layoff, and then and that's this is because your their jobs went overseas. We used this in 1993 at LTV where I was working. We were the first aerospace company to ever use the WARN Act, W-A-R-N Act, uh-huh. and the Trade Adjustment Act to get some d- decent training for all the people that got laid off oh, cool. from LTV at that time. Wow. We were the very first to use it. We pioneered it. And it was actually my wife who did it. My wife, as soon as it came out, she wrote a, uh, a proposal for my union. And then when, the, when they had union elections, the new president called me in and he said, you campaigned on uh, getting training for all the people that are getting laid off. He says, how are we going to do that? And I said, well, it's laying there on your desk. It's a proposal from my wife. It's laying on your desk. (laughs) We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hey, Katie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Good morning. Yes, sir. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just want to tell you, I'm everybody's Hennigan, especially the Democrats. Uh, Let me tell you something. I play chess, right? And I I know what a monopoly is. And I know what conserve means, conservative. And what they did, if we would look at the images, all these guys are the same people. And they have a revolution on their hand because the young people are not going to go with them. 
So mm -hmm. I'm glad because sooner or later they are going to be gone because that's what that, that says what time it is because I'm glad he got it because when, uh, if he, when he back, if he backs Trump, which I think he is, oh, yeah. then guess what happened? Young people are not going for that because we've been in for a long time now and now young people don't think the way the old conserved people want to conserve all the money they Mm -hmm. So I think this is a good time for us instead of look up, be optimistic instead of pessimistic. Talk. This is a good time because they're not only going to check. They, the women, the young, is going to rebel. And they, it's time for America to change. And I, I just want to let you know how I'm, how I'm thinking. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Appreciate Have a good one. That. Thanks. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. The station absolutely loves it when you That's call. Right. Now, if you will indulge me, I would like to talk about your funeral. My funeral? Anybody's funeral. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> because... Does he know something I don't know? According to the Associated <laughs> Press, and this was in the morning news, <clears throat> six states will now allow human bodies to be composted and used oh, in an environmentally that. friendly way. I've read that. And, of course, the Catholics are opposing it. But just think about this. When you die now... It costs your family the fortune, you know, if you, especially if you haven't had the courtesy to, to, to work have, out the arrangements. Have a pre-need policy, yeah. that's right. It's uh, like the average it is about five It costs your family days. a fortune because yeah. they're in grieving and, and they're subject to, to salesmen and they can't stand up to it and they end up buying the solid gold casket instead yes. of the wooden one. So, so then, they, then for the rest of eternity, you take up space. Yep. That could have been good farmland or, or could have been growing tomatoes or something. Could have been doing something besides yeah. having bodies in and, it. And so all this great farmland just gets covered with uh, bodies. Bodies. So they are now <laughs> allowing, in a few states, not in Texas. No, of course They are not. allowing you to be composted and used, I guess, to grow tomatoes or, I, or something. This, the, the man who brought the, the uh, original case is quite happy. That once his body has has returned to the composted well, it's stuff, like, it's like the Bible says, ashes to ashes, ashes dust, to dust to dust. So once mm -hmm. all that happens, he wants his family to take the composted remains and use them as they see fit. I hope they're growing some tomatoes. Well, or something. yeah, something. Yeah. I, you know, well, it's better than. There's a lot of money involved in <laughs> oh. in the in the process of dying. The death industry oh. is really a very big industry, and people are just pocketing the money, and it's not helping the environment. Well, evidently, it was not quite profitable enough for a mom and her son in Colorado. I got that. Yeah, because they felt when people would bring them the bodies and they would make the arrangements for them mm -hmm. to be cremated or whatever. They were selling the bodies selling, and the parts. They were selling parts. I understand that skin, <laughs> I understand that body skin brings a good price. I guess so. Well, so then they just like scoop up some ashes and give them to the family and go, I here you it, go, here's your loved one. I think it should be legal. I think it well, should be legal. Well, I think you have to disclose what you're doing. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I think they should legalize. Well, the family should have gotten the money. Yes. Well, and I'm you sure can leave your... I'm sure whoever your... died wanted their family to get the money for their skin sure. or whatever. So, but these people weren't even, they weren't even like body donors. They no. were just people that died. I have quite a few friends who are, are body donors. Mm. Their their body is going to be given to science. Yeah, mine to, is. See? 
So maybe there's something in your body or my friend's body or whatever that maybe that cures cancer. Sure. Who knows? It might be of some help to somebody. That's right. Uh, but they not, they're not using it. Did you ever see the first movie of Fargo? Yes. Because the murderer in that had a, had a unique way of disposing of one of his victims. He put him in a, in a chipper. A chipper. The thing wood that chipper. ships up wood. Yep. And uh, he right. was chipping away at this body. And that gave me an idea. And I thought, why don't they just chip up everybody and compost them real quick? Well, and, okay. uh, See? and they would be a, be of good use. It wouldn't be taking up space forever, and you could grow a tree or something. I think that's brilliant. Call us if you have an idea, 972-647-1893. That was mine. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else got something out there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was kind of floored by that, uh, that mother Colorado and son woman. in Colorado. Mm -hmm. They've been doing this for years. It's not the first time it's come out. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Funeral well, there home. was... Funeral home directors here and there get caught every now and then uh, selling uh, body parts. And uh, it's apparently very lucrative. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Speaking so, of... Making a little money on it, making a little cash on the side, I uh -huh. guess. Yeah, okay. I saw a prediction that I really, really disagreed with. You know who Scott Burns is at the Dallas Morning News? Yes. He predicts that seniors will be quiet during 2023. Oh, he is oh. so wrong. I got news for you, Scott. <laughs> He is so, so wrong. We are not shutting up. No, no. We're going after pensions with COLA. That's yep, going to be our, right. one of the things we're going to be demanding from the legislature. Excellent. The, Excellent. The school employees uh, organized with the American Federation of Teachers and the state employees organized under the Texas State Employees Union yep. are going after pensions with COLA. Everybody knows that the Social Security recipients got a big, fat COLA raise. Yes. Uh, that's cost of living raise, 8.7%. That's a lot. It was a lot. That's big. And the ones that are not getting Social Security are going, where's mine? Well, Medicare payments are going down a few dollars. A couple of dollars. A couple yeah. of dollars. So that's helpful because I'm, I'm on Medicare, but I'm not on Social Security. Mm. So I pay out of my own pocket for my Medicare, which I have got to tell you is the absolute bomb. It is. We got to take a call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Good morning. Are you there? You're on the air. Hello. Team, this is Elva Roy. Hi, Elva. Hi there. Re regarding composted body. Yes. Uh huh. I serve on the Funeral Consumers Alliance of North Texas, uh -huh. which is a nonprofit, and we educate people about what funerals should cost and so on and so forth. I just wanted to point out uh, that there are certain cemeteries in the DFW area that allow for what's called green burials or natural burials, uh -huh. which means that there's no casket and no concrete liner to the grave. And so the body is just wrapped in um, cloth or something and yeah. buried naturally so that it will decompose quicker. Mm -hmm. And, and there, there's a green uh, cemetery in Grand Prairie and then some of the um, cemeteries around are hybrid cemeteries and they have a certain section set off for natural burials. 
Does that save the money? Does that save the family a lot of money? It does. It does. They don't buy a casket, and uh, and they don't have to buy a concrete liner uh-huh. for the grave. And uh, can I ask? like those concrete liners Ugh. because mm-hmm. it keeps the ground even, and it's easier to maintain right. the mowing and so forth. But, this is good news. So I have a question: Are the bodies not? Uh, embalmed? No, absolutely no embalming. Okay. You don't have to pay for embalming. Wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. I like that. That's, well, that's And the other thing great. is that it's completely legal in Texas and most other states to do what's called a home funeral. Uh-huh. And I, I helped a family in Perth that wanted to do a home funeral without the... Uh, without a mortuary being involved. Is there a website or something or a phone number we can give people? There is. Yeah. uh, If you just Google uh, funerals.com is the national organization, but then there is the North Texas Funeral Alliance. Let's see this. Oh, gosh. S-T-A-N-T dot com. So, Emerson Consumers Alliance of North Texas, F-C-A-M-T dot com. Okay, go, go over that again. I'm trying to write it down. F? Yeah. Go ahead. F for Funeral Consumers Alliance. So, F-C-A-M-T. Of North Texas. Yeah. yeah. North Texas. Yeah. Right. Awesome. And they will help There's you get one of these get one of these green burials where you could have the service at home with your own preacher if you wanted a preacher. Or yeah. just everybody get together and have a beer over it. That's what I'm hoping. And then they and they, <laughs> they haul you out there in a sack and and drop you in your grave and you could uh, you could yeah. soon be back at work as part of the earth. Right. I know when I first learned about this, I went down to some training in Austin because there's a green burial cemetery down there. And I told the owner of that cemetery, I said, I'm just going to have my kids put me in a uh, sleeping bag and throw me in the back of the car and drive me down here and get buried in your cemetery. And she said, not if it's polyester. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it has to be cotton. 100% cotton. Sorry. Oh, that's, I guess that's very true. This is very good news, Miss Roy. <laughs> Thank I appreciate you. This is us great. That. Wow. This is so cool. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Fascinating. Enjoy your program. I, I love listening to your program every Saturday. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Okay. Thank wow. you. Bye. Is that cool or machine? That if you is got, the bomb. If you got some more good ideas, call us at 972-647-1893. There's a, there's a funeral alliance, and you can look it up under F-C-A-M-C, which is Foxtrot, Charlie, Alpha, Mike, Charlie. A T T of North Texas. So it's funeral... Funeral concern. Oh, it's, it ends with NT. Yes. Okay. North Texas. So F- Foxtrot F- Charlie. Foxtrot Charlie Alpha November Tango. That's it. That's F-C-A-N-T. it. F C A N T. We got to take a break. Be right back. I'll be right back. Blue Monday. Friday. 
Yes, we do. Here come Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Okay, for $200, we will not come to your party and see. 972-647-1893 is the number. And the station just loves it when you call. We love, yes, we like we love it. Fats Domino. Yes, we do. And we that got, song. We got some really cool information from that lady. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can you can get a chance. Uh, you don't have to bankrupt yourself burying your loved ones. Oh, please And don't. you don't have to bankrupt your loved ones when you die. So right? there's a way around it in Texas, according to her. You go to F-C-A-N-T, uh, Funeral Consumer Alliance of North Texas. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can find out where you could get buried in a bag mm-hmm. and go back to compost. I want to I want to thank Les Cunningham for because she read my letter to the editor. Yeah. Uh, my letter to the editor That's said a good that one. The, said that the teachers union is demanding pensions with cola, and she said, "Yeah, and so are the state workers." That's right. And that was very good. And then there was a woman named Janet Lusk of Far North Dallas. She said that the way to solve the teacher problem is just give them a raise. Right. And also the county employees. She said they should just get a raise. Yep. And we're for all that. We're for working people getting getting more and for working uh, retirees to get better retirements. Yep. You know, they didn't used to have retirements at all. When you got old, you just... You just, you just went off and died. shucked you off the side of the road, mm-hmm. you know, and you couldn't get medical care, so uh, you just didn't live that long. See, they did. They had, it used to be where they... they you know, I gotta talk about the Japanese and and the Chinese how they treat their elderly. Yeah, I mean they are like saints. They're they're valued and treated well and made sure that they're fed and taken care of because that's your history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, we don't do that here. But here, uh, <laughs> when we got Social Security passed, I think it was nineteen thirty five. Uh, that was the first time that we ever began to take responsibility for our for older people and it is the best program that the government ever came up with and it could still be improved there's a lot of things that they could do to help on it 972-647-1893 bring us your ideas yesterday was the anniversary well you know what it was the anniversary January 6th the the, The insurrection call it what it is the attempt to overthrow the government but it was also the anniversary of President Roosevelt's State of the Union Address in 1941, in which he introduced the idea of the four freedoms. Freedom, this is, and this never got into government very far. Freedom of speech and expression, freedom of every person to worship in his or her own way, freedom from want, that's the big one. Yeah. And, uh, that means that you're not never, supposed to be hungry. That just never got done. No. And freedom from, peer, from fear. That was, that was, very good that he put those four freedoms out there. Yep. It should be a guideline. It should be a part of all government policy, but it's not. It's not because they don't care. Yeah. And we are we are in for a treat for the next two years, y'all. Get the popcorn because ain't <laughs> nothing happening in the house. Uh, they have a spineless leader. I'm who, afraid. But, I, I hope you're right, Bonnie. I hope nothing happens. In me the house. too. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, I think they're going to try to stop the government. I think they're going to try to shut the government down. And I think that they are uh, going to be demanding more and more 
crazy right-wing stuff. Well, they're going to have... More and more pain and suffering from the working people. But the problem is they don't have the votes to do that. Well, and thank goodness they don't have the Senate. No. If they had the House and the Senate both, they would be really, really dangerous. Oh, yeah. They would, yeah. So for everybody who voted in the last election, thank you. Thank you very much. Hope you voted the right way. Got another caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I got a question. Okay. What What do you guys think about this new McCarthy guy? <laughs> I think he. I think, I he, think he's I, the head of the clown show. That's what I think. <laughs> you know when you when you elect a bunch of clowns, you can't be surprised when you get a circus. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, sister? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what do y'all's opinion? You think he's gonna? Turn it around? No, really? no, no. I think he's hostage now to the to the furthest right wing of his party, uh, uh, and and he's going to have to. Luckily, we have the Senate. He uh, has he has he has become a hostage, and through him, the House of Representatives has become a hostage. Yep. And through the House of Representatives, the government of the United States is in danger of That's becoming right. a hostage. That's what I think. Oh, thought. I love the way you guys think about politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I love the, I listen to a, a, re, a show on Monday through Friday on Sirius XM, uh, uh-huh. Stephanie Miller. If you don't follow her on Twitter or uh, she is a hoot, uh, they have come up with the name for Matt Gates of Rapey McForehead. You know, because he has a giant forehead. If you look, he has an absolutely huge forehead that goes all the way back to halfway through his head. Uh And, uh, you know, he's been accused of of sexual uh, misconduct with Children, 14-year-olds. Right. That's it, nuts. I was having such a great time reading Facebook over the past week because they were having <laughs> they was having such a laugh over what was going on and, sure. in Facebook. And one of, one of the, uh, I, didn't, I don't even know who Matt Gates is, but apparently he <laughs> does have some there's, some, there's some rumor that he's got problems with young girls. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the, one of the Facebook posts said that that what the uh, reactionaries were demanding was that that everybody had to had to, had to have a special uh, day once a month, which is bring your daughters to Matt Gates. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Another, another funny one that just uh, that's funny. The one that made me laugh the most was was Groundhog Day. Oh, there was a reference to the clowns, eh? Yeah, there was a reference to Groundhog Day. You know, it was a movie where. Everything yes. kept going on over and day over. after day after day. Mm. Well, go so, ahead, sister. We got we got people. Waiting. Okay. Well, thank you. Have a good weekend. Thanks. Uh, you too, man. Bye bye. Love, love you. Thanks for calling. <laughs> good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Thanks for waiting. Hi, this is Brad from Oklahoma. Hi, Hi Brad. Uh, hey, I I thought something that was really interesting. It tells a lot. Yesterday, uh, they had a commemoration of January sixth terrorist attack, and only one Republican showed up at the commemoration. Yep. I, I think that that tells us what we need to know about the Republican Party. You got they, that right. They, they're, they're for sedition. They're for violence. I'm, no, afraid, I'm afraid you're right. Not one of them attended 
the Medal of Honor ceremony that uh, that President Biden had yesterday and they for and the they officers. And they did not, not, not one of them voted nope. to give a Medal of Honors to the uh, people that Capitol saved Police. their lives, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that saved yeah. their bloody lives. Mm-hmm. Well, Kevin McCarthy is not. Kevin McCarthy is not in not in control, like you all said. It's, uh, it's uh, actually who I think is in control. It's uh, it's that section of our of our ruling class that's just finished with democracy. They want to take our social security. They want to take our Medicare. They can't do that with democracy. Mm-hmm. So that's right. They don't okay. care. They don't care whether it's uh, Kevin McCarthy or Donald Trump or Matt Gates. Uh, it's not. It's not about personalities. It's about giving up democracy. You're right. Yep. It's about power. That's it. And we just have to stand strong. Hey, thanks, man. Have a good week. Yeah, I always enjoy watching your show. Thanks. Ah, thanks. Cool. Listening, listening. Gotcha. Uh, He scared me there. I know. I was like, holy crap, is there a camera in here? Oh, man. somebody watching us? I'm going to have to start 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. We've had some very insightful I know. And we've learned some stuff today, Mm -hmm. which is very cool. We learned that you can actually get buried in a bag with no chemicals and stuff so that your body actually returns to the... To the dust to dust, ashes to ashes kind of thing. And save a lot of money. Save a lot of money. That's right. Yeah. And not, not you know, sit in a freaking... That just grosses me out. I want to <laughs> point this out because this came out in the Washington Post and in the morning news this week. 140 people who, in, who, who had slaves are still being honored by artwork in the U.S. Capitol. Jesus now, they took Christ. Judge Taney's bust down, thank goodness. Finally. Judge Taney was uh, responsible for the Dred Scott decision. But uh, they still have 140 uh, people who were enslavers. Of course, that includes Thomas Jefferson yeah, and George Washington. Yes, yes. And I don't know if they're going to take their portraits down or not. I don't know but, about those. I don't know. But that's, that's a serious problem in America is they've never done anything about that. Well, we can't seem to let go. Some some people can't seem to let go. Some parts of the country, south, southern, can't seem to let that go. You lost. Good morning. Thanks for calling <laughs> KNON. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Gene, Lance, and Bonnet, the beautiful Bonnet Messiah. Thank you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I was in my mind, I want to have a cremation until Barney, you said the folks were being, they were lied to and being shipped around with body parts. Man. Then, well, that was in, yeah, that was in Colorado. Colorado. Yep, yep. And then the lady uh, called and said they have a green cemetery. And then you were saying about uh, different things, uh, uh, both of y'all were saying about uh, the land is being wasted because it could be fertilized and stuff. Right. I wanted, I, I wanted ashes to kind of like there be a tornado or a hurricane, go to a field and dump my ashes out and let them blow around. Ooh. I don't want to be under. I don't want to be underground. I, I want to uh, either like that or uh, go to a Gulf or Pacific or Atlantic. Uh, that get expensive then, but it's just only if you're in the area. I like to be, like swimming, so I like to be dumped in in beautiful. Thing of water or something, you know. Okay. Uh, can you can you make those arrangements while you're still alive? 
if you, uh, no, the, nobody don't really have to know because they got to earn themselves. Uh-huh. I know I have told a, a lot of people about being cremated, but uh, uh, the, you know, but uh, with the hurricane and stuff. But, uh, you know, because a lot of people can get too emotional with things, but mm-hmm. I done already said uh, that I want to be cremated because I always felt like cemetery was going to be dug up and moved moved, and, and, and did things anyway in right. the future. Because yep. that's what's happened to a lot of cemeteries over the decades and the centuries, isn't it? If you ever drive up, yeah. if you ever drive up Central Expressway, you are driving right through the yep. Freedman Cemetery. That's right. That's right. And when they put that... When they put that, that no. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Uh, okay. Nice. You know that is it's very interesting. You know we lost uh, we lost the founder of Remembering Black Dallas, uh, but we haven't lost the the history mm-hmm. that he taught us. Y'all, there's a cemetery right down the road from here, mm. in the middle of a bunch of condominium complexes. Is that right? And it's hidden, thank God. Uh, but it's a beautiful little cemetery. Uh, it was part of uh, Y-Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alpha, the, the street Alpha. Alpha used to be a Freedman's community. They had their own post office. Mm-hmm. But along came the Dallas White Citizens Council, and they took care of all that. 972-647-1893, if you want to call and make your point. I'm, a, I'm kind of proud of seniors. The AARP did a survey, and this was uh, put out on CNBC. They said that voters age 50 and up represented 61% of the electorate wow. in 63 of the most competitive congressional districts and helped give Democrats there a 2% edge. The Democratic Party's success was largely due to seniors, the survey found, particularly women, 65 and up, who switched support from Democrats to Republicans between July and November last year. Now, I don't know how Texas seniors voted, but I do know that the vote by mail switched from Republicans to Democrats last year. Uh-huh. And I actually have the numbers here. The this, Of course, you can't tell in the general how people voted, but you can tell how they voted in the primaries. In the primaries. You sure can. So in the Democrats got 69,360 vote-by-mail votes in uh, the primary, and the Republicans got 49,342. That's 20... 20,000 difference, 16 points, 58% to 42%. And I'm proud of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans because we had a little bit to do with that. You better believe it. I don't think it. it was the main reason. No, but I think that it certainly contributed to it. I think the Texas Democratic Party uh, sent out uh, 55,000 uh, vote-by-mail applications. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dallas Democratic Party, I think we sent out about 5,000 mm-hmm. uh, just from people calling in saying, hey, can I get an application? And the, and the best part was the way everybody responded when they saw how the voter suppression was yes. causing people to make mistakes on their applications. And people jumped in. To help. Uh, the Democratic Party did. The Texas Alliance for Retired yep. Americans. And especially 
actually the League of Women Voters. That's right. Jumped in and, and helped people straighten all that out. So that, that helped a lot, and it's going to be better this year. The reason yes, I brought yes. this all up is because I want you to make your application yes. to vote by mail, and I want you to do it today or tomorrow or the next day. And if you need an application, call 214-821-8331 between the hours of 10 and 4, Monday through Friday. Okay. Give it again, Bonnie. 214-821-8331. And that's Monday through Friday, 10 to 4. That's our that's our uh, winter hours, folks. Okay, we have to go. You better say yes. goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs>